0: Hi, this is Jeffrey Mark. You're listening to Hitting the Mark with my pals Ray Carr and Cindy Riberlin. And we're reminiscing about the Patty Duke show. So Bill recovered, but the show had problems without Bill. Uh, It was very difficult for them to shoot. Gene Byron was a very earthy, woman she was not the sweet little lady she played on the show Anna always talked about the Jean was like her earth mother that Jean would curse and, and say behind everybody's back biting naughty things about her managers about the other actors about the scripts about the studio and it, it was it was Jean Anna could go to and like hey I'm in trouble here and Jean would help her she had very little relationship with Paul. Just that his name was Ross just stabbed her. It was the worst possible name they could have come up with. And Paul was not the first choice. You know, they shot a pilot and it was not used. Different hairstyles. Uh, the house was laid out differently. Jean was the mother, a different actor playing the father, a different actor playing the brother. Yeah, and and Margaret Hamilton playing the maid who never showed up again and like they did on Star Trek they took that pilot to save money and they chopped it up and used it as a flashback episode at Christmas of how Kathy first comes to be with the family Uh, and they make it sound like it was over a year earlier which describes why the girls have short black hair instead of long brown hair and why the house looks different um, this the show, it's amazing it flew at all. There were so many problems with it.
1: Yeah, I, I noticed that um, Mark Miller was the um played Martin Lane and Charles uh, Herbert played Ross in the pilot, which is uh unaired. Um, why do you think they didn't use them? I mean, did, did they feel that they just weren't good enough or was it just kind of flat?
0: They needed. Somebody in both roles more lovable. Because I, I, I'll say this till the day I stop working in show business sitcoms are casting, casting, casting. There has to be heart in a sitcom. In any show, really, if you don't like any of the people, why would you invite them into your home? The youngster playing her brother was obnoxious. Paul played him more realistically. Like, I love my sister, and I'm going to annoy her because I'm the little brother, and I'm going to do that. But I love her. You didn't feel beloved. A- and Mark Miller was a very handsome man who went on to co-star on please don't Eat daisies. But he wasn't a great actor. He was handsomer than Bill Shallert. But Bill had the acting shops to play the comedy, but also to play the drama and to play, you know, hey, I'm daddy. I can make this better for you. And you believed it. So that's what they needed. Just just bad casting. Not that the other two weren't talented, but they weren't right for the parts.
1: I agree. Um, I think Shalbert, you know, playing the managing editor of the New York Daily Chronicle, I mean, he just had he played both parts of his work and his home life. Um, you believed him. And I enjoyed the show as a kid. And I I was fascinated with with uh, just how it all came together. You know? You know, the
0: know, unbelievable part of the show, if you're a New Yorker, is that they set the show in Brooklyn Heights. Well, if you look at the house they're living in, it's almost a mansion. This enormous house with multiple bedrooms and this... Gigantic staircase that goes in four different directions as you go up of it. Yeah, those Mm -hmm. houses don't exist in Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights is all row houses and apartment buildings, and that they they live on the water in Brooklyn Heights. On top of that, that doesn't exist. Uh, So it was unrealistic setting, uh, even so much as when they went right to that area, they did shoot some of it there. Uh, it's obvious that's not the house and uh, by, by how it's designed and just unrealistic. But 98% of America wouldn't have known the difference.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Eddie Applegate played Richard Harrison's Patty, Patty's boyfriend on the show. Boyfriend. Yeah, I, I thought it was a kind of an interesting choice. Um, and the relationship that they had was, I don't know, I, I thought it, they could have done more with that.
0: That's the writing. Eddie was a fine actor. Eddie was also almost 20 years older than Anna was. Mm -hmm. was Oh, really? He was not a kid at all. He was a grown man playing a teenager and playing dumb. Mm -hmm. That's how the part was written. He he was supposed to be this big, strapping, football player ish kind of, you know, young and dumb and full of himself. Mm -hmm. I understand. Kind of guy. uh, Which. Uh, it was interesting choice for Patty's character because she's so smart and strong and ambitious. And he was the, the poor gelub who was in love with her. If they'd written it differently, Eddie could have acted it differently. And he didn't like it. He didn't like the part written for him. He wanted there to be more to his character than that. But the Rosses were very like, like little doggies biting at the producer's ankles They didn't want anyone outshining her. They didn't like it when they had guest stars on the show. Anything that would take the spotlight away from their property. So that they weren't there for the good of the show. They were there for the good of their pocketbooks. And it is during the run of this show that Anna divorced herself from these people. Which we'll get to when we start talking about season three. Because it's a huge, huge sea change in the series.
1: It was 104 episodes, and uh, season three was uh, Mm -hmm. 1965-66, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Well, since we're there, we'll talk about it. So when Anna got close to being 18, she said, no more New York, no more Rosses. They no longer represent me. She wanted the show moved to California. Not the setting of the show, but the production of the show. Moved to California which is why the interior of their house completely changes. It's a, basically the same layout, but they didn't bother to bring any of the set pieces with them. How the rooms fit together was different. There was no explanation for it. And the external shoots they did outside the house, uh, no longer on the water. Now they're what they were really was a, a street in Beverly Hills. They shot a, on a street, actually in Hancock Park is where the house was located that neighborhood of Los Angeles. So you had all of this L.A. background going through you now, nothing with New York, and uh, everybody had to pick up and move and go to Los Angeles. And now Anna was living on her own out there. Um, And you saw a whole lot less of Kathy. Uh, they, They began to write Kathy out because we've talked about this before, like with the Ready Bunch, there are only so many stories you can do about identical cousins. After a while, the show has to be about one of them. And the, although Kathy was the much better acting choice for Anna, the more interesting choice, I would have loved to have seen a Kathy series all by itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they chose that, that Patty was the character they're going to focus on. And, uh, the show took on a different flavor. It was obvious she was getting older. It was obvious she was a real woman at this point, not really a teenager anymore. And the writing was on the wall. Uh, Times were changing. Uh, The last season, ABC, which was the network the show was on, canceled everything. (laughs) They almost completely started from scratch in the 1966 and 67 seasons. That's when they, the Donna Reed show was canceled. Ozzie and Harriet was canceled. The Patty Duke show was canceled. All of those family comedies ABC had went away. My three sons had already migrated over to CBS. And what they were left with was Bewitched and other things like it. That girl, they were going in a different direction and they were going in color. So the Patty Duke show just became this afterthought uh, but happily for all of them, it did really well in syndication. Young people loved it and it was played. Gosh, I think the Patty Duke show played almost consistently for at least 10 years after it went off the air afternoons, early evenings, weekends, back when local stations bought syndicated programs and aired them. C- cable and electronic platforms have changed all that. But it was never a happy set, it was never a happy show. Uh, and then they decided to do a reunion movie. And that's a whole second set of problems and mistakes.
1: You're listening to Hitting the Mark. My name is Ray Carr, along with Cindy Verblen, and the star of our show, Jeffrey Mark.